This is the Jocko Underground Podcast, number 81. <laughs> Echo Charles sitting across from me. So about every month or so, something like that, uh, I get a, someone at Echelon Front, I get a client, and we'll get this scenario that'll happen. And we kind of hinted about it on the last podcast that we did, the last underground podcast that we did. You know, you got the, the client, Jim, who's the boss, and he's in charge of, you know, Fred, one of the employees. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting when you're at National Front, you talk to everybody in the chain of command. You know, you talk to the, the, the C-suite, you talk to the mid-level managers, you talk to the frontline troopers, so you, you get input from everybody. You kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you get it from a few different angles. So anyways, you have this bad relationship here between Jim and Fred, bad communication, you know, things were breaking down, this is kind of brewing over time. And so Jim, the boss, you know, he's going to sort it out. And so he has, you know, he has a call with Fred. He tells me, you know, like, I'm going to have a call with Fred. And he gets, you know, whatever. Next day he calls me up. Yeah. Had a, I had a great conversation with Fred. And, you know, I kind of I know Jim. And I'm like, you know, been talking to him. And so I kind of know what to expect a little bit. Mm. So I asked him a simple question. I just said, oh, great conversation. He's like, yeah. And I go, how much did you talk, Jim? And how much did Fred talk? Mm. (laughs) And it was silence. Because when I asked that question, he knew. He knew, Jim knew that on that conversation with Fred, Jim had talked 90% of the time. Mm. I said, how much? You know, he, I said, I said, so how much did you talk? How much did he talk? And he was quiet and he says, I talk too much. And I said, well, how much did you talk? What percentage? He said, I probably talked 98% of the time, which actually oh, means he talked 98% of the time. So I've got news for you. That is not a quote, good conversation. It's definitely not a great conversation. That's barely even a conversation. That's me just downloading. That's Jim just downloading on Fred. It's a one-way conversation. Mm -hmm. And that is not communication because people forget that the most important part of communication is actually listening. It's not talking, it's listening. You ever heard that old school dating advice? (laughs) Dating advice that says, oh, you know, you go out with a girl, ask them about themselves and let themselves talk. You ever hear that? Mm Mm-hmm. And it kind of works, mm-hmm. you know. Even if you, even if you're just meeting a, someone from a business situation, yeah. you know, if you just ask them about themselves and let them talk, that's very positive. Usually ends up with a very positive, gives them a positive feeling, as opposed to you go in there and you just run your mouth for an hour and a half during dinner. Yeah, not positive. It's not good. We're not doing that. No. So. What we want to do is when we have problems, when we have drama, when we have issues with an employee, when we have problems, drama, or issues with a peer, when we have problems, drama, or issue with our boss, and we want to, quote, have a conversation about it, let me tell you what you do. You listen. You listen to what they're saying. By the way, this applies to children as well. This applies to your kids. When your kids are doing something that they shouldn't be doing, or when they're behaving in a way that they shouldn't be behaving, 
You have to actually listen to why they're doing it. You have to ask them a question and listen. Look, does that apply to a five-year-old? Sometimes, look, sometimes five-year-olds do dumb things that you need to stop them from doing. But you get a kid that's 14 years old, you need to listen to what they're saying. You think you know everything. You think you do. You think you know everything. You think you know what's going through their mind. You don't. You have to listen. Your wife is mad. Listen. And I'm not saying go on to the, 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 the warning that I gave on the last podcast. This doesn't mean like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? No, that's not what I'm talking about. We're not, we're not turning listening into interrogation. That's not what we're doing. Your wife's mad? Listen to what's happening. Listen to what she's saying. Your husband's in a bad mood? Listen. The more that you listen, the more you understand. The more you listen, oddly enough, the more you see. The more you listen, the more you see. Write that down. The more you listen, the more you see. You cannot be detached when your mouth is moving. You can't think and absorb information when you are putting out information, at least not effectively, at least not efficiently. So that's what we're doing. We're listening. There you go. Let's get into some Q and A. That old school dating advice or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um. They they did a. I think it's like they did a study. It's funny. They. I, I always laugh when people say they did. A, who did? Who did a study? Yeah. They, they. They did. Them. Them. Yeah. Some, okay. Someone other than me mm-hmm. that I read about did mm-hmm. a study. Um. That. So what had happened was, in a nutshell, through the study, that the, the uh, guys, guy and guys and girls in this party scenario, right? And the guy basically all the guy did. Was and there's other techniques in this study like mirroring and you know some of that stuff, but all it was was them asking questions about the other person and letting them talk. They didn't say the name of himself, nothing. They just asked questions like about the other person. So the other per- this other person never knew the name of the subject, never knew um, any anything about the subject. All they would do is get prompted to to mm-hmm. answer questions or whatever about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, there's like a ranking at the end of the thing where it's like, who was the most like, who did, who's the most memorable, mm-hmm. likable, less like, you know, all this stuff or whatever. And that guy who just did the the mm-hmm. asking about the other person, number one likable thing. And then they say, okay, why'd you like him? Whatever he goes, oh, he just, I just felt like he really understood me and mm-hmm. he was very easy to talk to, like all this stuff or whatever. And rank number one yep. across the board. Didn't even know his name. Big scam. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, one big scam. But damn, like that's just, that's just. Proof, you know, that, the, that study, and I actually think that con- that study was conducted by the University of Bro Science. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that is a Bro Science bro, uh, University. Bro science yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, like you let people talk, you listen to what they're saying, they're going to be appreciative of that. Yeah. As opposed to you freaking barking at them. Shut the yeah. hell up, man. You know what's funny when you kind of detach, right? Mm-hmm. I learned that when when you're 
barking at someone or actually not even barking, like go back to the situation with Fred or whatever, the one you were saying where he was like, oh, I had a great conversation with them or whatever. They're literally doing the exact same thing. They're just on the other end of it. Yeah, yeah. So, see what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, yeah. they feel like it was a great exactly conversation. Exactly right. You know, so Fred or Fred, whoever's the one who yeah. had the great conversation, yeah. is yeah. the person talking about themselves the whole time. It's the yeah. same exact thing. Yeah, She's, totally. They're just falling for it on themselves, kind yeah. of thing, you know? The thing it doesn't show is like the person that talked about themselves yeah. is not liked. Yeah. So, Jim, yep. like, Fred yep. thinks it's a great conversation. Jim thinks it's a great conversation because he talked all the time. Mm-hmm. Fred's more pissed than he was at the beginning of the conversation. Yep. yep. Ask him why. Well, he just wouldn't shut the hell up. Wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Doesn't listen to me. Doesn't listen. Didn't respect me. Doesn't understand. So there you go. Man, just <laughs> this such a key component. Big deal. It's a big deal for sure. Listen up, people. Listen up. First all question. Right. How do you show empathy? It's obvious what it looks like, but how do you ingrain it into a relationship with, say, your wife? My wife struggles with high anxiety and shuts down when faced with adversity. I was raised under tough love, and as I've become an adult, I have three elementary kids of my own. I completely prescribe that when needed as well as it just being part of my character. Just this morning, my wife walks into our house. I'm remodeling. No crew, just me for the last 14 months. And I can see the weight all over her through her tone of voice her body language, her response, everything. So I ask her flat out, what's up? Why does it seem like there's a cloud of stress and anxiety over you? She starts explaining what's going on. And I say, you gotta change your thinking and pull your mind out of this pit. She shuts down, walks out saying, thanks for doing literally nothing to help me. I need some empathy with her and potentially in general, but I don't know how to empathize with someone so negative. She, she asked me persistently what she needs to do, and it's literally doing the opposite of the harmful negativity she's thinking about. To me, it's easy. To her, it's not. Bottom line, empathy, how do you do it? Yeah, check. I mean, first of all, like, like let's make sure that we're, that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is free for all as long as we can keep it that way but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors and we're doing it so we can give you more control more interaction more direct connections better communications with us and to do that we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs 8 dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground